Amen. Lord, we thank you for that word that we speak. Amen, which means so be it. And we say so be it, that your favor and your blessing would rest upon us and upon our families, Lord God, and the generations to come. We pray this morning, Lord God, as we speak about your anointing, Lord God, and we're reminded about the mark of heaven that is on our lives. I pray, Holy Spirit, that we would walk out of this place with a newfound confidence and boldness, knowing that you're with us and working in us and through us, Lord God, that you have anointed us and given us everything that we need for living the life of purpose that you've given us. And I pray that this morning that we'd be reminded of that truth. In Jesus' mighty name, everyone said, Amen. Amen. You can take a seat this morning. You're probably wondering to yourself, why is this guy back up here again? He was emceeing and now he's back up here doing the preaching. Well, Amy's unwell this morning and she was meant to emcee. And so she's, uh, she's got a migraine and uh, has been really unwell. And so we're uh, believing for her to be better again soon. But a husband's work is never done, right? <laughs> and so here I am. <laughs> Can all the husbands say Amen. Be careful, guys. <laughs> nah, it's all good, funny games, and I'm sure she'll clip me for that when I get home as well. But uh, this morning, I just want to speak about uh, the anointing. I want to encourage us about that, and obviously, Alan Deb are back this morning as well. Welcome back from your uh, vacation over six weeks, and uh, I, uh, Al just been back to, to Wales for the first time in, was it 52 years? 58 years since uh, he was a child and uh, uh, re-kindling relationship with family that he hasn't seen in person for that time. I thought that was really special just hearing about that before the service and we love you Alan Deb and so welcome back. Great to have you home as well. Give these guys a huge hand, they're awesome. But we want to talk about the anointing this morning and I've entitled the message today, Act Your Anointing. I'm not sure whether anybody here has ever heard the word spoken to them, act your age. I'm sure that that's never happened for anybody that's here this morning. Um, I I, I personally can't testify to that. But I wanted to speak this morning about acting your anointing. When we talk about acting your age, we're talking about let your behaviour come up to the level of the number of age that you are. But when we're talking about the anointing, we're saying let the uh, actions and the behavior and the way that we live our life come up to the fact that God has empowered us, God has anointed us, God has placed His mark on our life, God has given us the Holy Spirit on the inside of us and so we can act and live differently. It's like a cheat code for life, that God has given you the Holy Spirit that you have that X factor that is part of your life, the Holy Spirit working in and through you, that when you go through challenges or difficulty, that the Spirit of God would be with you and bring ease and strength and power into your situations. The anointing is powerful. You are anointed by God. To anoint means to set someone apart, to authorize, to equip him or her for the task of spiritual importance. The Holy Spirit sets Christians apart for ministry in Jesus' name. 
In the Bible, we see the anointing taking place many different times. When somebody's sick, they, they would anoint them with oil and they would lay their hands on them and believe for miracles. When there was a leadership transition, people would be anointed for the task of leadership. For significant occasions, people were anointed. Children were anointed and dedicated to the Lord. We see it all through Scripture, anointing taking place. And really, when we have the anointing, the actual word anoint means to rub or to smear. It means to mark somebody. And what it is, it's the, anoint, the oil being marked and smeared on our lives. And that oil is really just a symbol of the Holy Spirit. And we are reminded today at this anointing service that we are marked by God, that He has smeared us with His identification mark and said, You are mine. As my child, as someone that has accepted Jesus Christ, as your Lord and Savior, you are marked and anointed by God. Now, we do this anointing service every year to remind ourselves of that fact. It's a symbolic moment where we say, hey, listen, I know I'm anointed by God. I don't need someone to give me oil on my head to, 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 to make me anointed. But when we do it, we are reminding ourselves symbolically this morning that God has anointed me. This year ahead, 2023, I'm believing for God's favor and blessing and protection and equipping and enabling power on me as I maneuver through this year and that God would get the glory through my life. And so we open up our lives and say, God, I submit to you this year. Holy Spirit, use me, work in me and through me this year because I'm anointed by you. And this is what this moment is about, saying, God, I set my life apart to serve you and to do what you've called me to do. And it's a significant moment. You know, the original usage of the anointing oil was actually to, to pour over sheep. When they would get bugs and lice and different things that could, could kind of get into their ears and cause infection and different things on their body that could sometimes even, even, even kill a sheep, that they would, the, the shepherd would come along and would pour the oil over the sheep's head so that none of these bugs and lice and different things could rest upon this person, but it would just fall off. And I love that imagery this morning, thinking about the good shepherd with our life, anointing us with oil so that some of those things that would want to take us down would just fall off. Some of those things that would want to cause us damage would just fall off, that we would know that we are divinely protected by God. He numbers our days. He sets apart good works for each one of us that we would walk in them. The 2023 is a doorway of opportunity that the Holy Spirit wants to work in you and through you in a way that is powerful and significant. I love 1 John 2 verse 20. It says this, it says, But you have an anointing from the Holy One, and all of you know the truth. You have an anointing from the the Holy One. It's a done deal. God has anointed you. He is leading you into all truth. He is guiding you. He is directing you in every way, in every part of your life. And sometimes we live unaware of the Holy Spirit's work in our life. And I guess today we're bringing it back and saying, God, I want to be aware of what you're doing. God, I want to be aware of your guiding and your leading this year so that I live and flow in the anointing. You know, this reminds me really of the purpose of the anointing, reminds me of the difference between the Dead Sea and the Sea of Galilee. These are two different pools of water that are only a hundred kilometers apart, but the Dead Sea 
is, lives up to its name and there is no marine life in there. There is nothing growing in there. Everything about that Dead Sea is dead because water flows into the Dead Sea, but water doesn't flow out. It comes in, but it doesn't flow out. So it doesn't have a kind of a filter system so that it can operate as it's meant to. Whereas the Sea of Galilee has water that runs in and water that runs out. And the Sea of Galilee is full of marine life. It's full of life. And it's really a reminder to us about what the anointing is meant to do in our life. It doesn't, it's not just for us. The anointing is so that God could work in you, but also so that God could work through you. So that God would be able to use you as you walk out of this place that you'd overflow with hope. You'd overflow with the Spirit of God, that the anointing would fill you and flow through you. And so I just want to quickly, for the next five or ten minutes, just speak about the anointing and then we're going to pray for people. So 2 Corinthians 1 verse 20 says this, For no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. And so through Him, the Amen, which means so be it, is spoken by us to the glory of God. Now it is God who makes both us and you stand firm in Christ. He anoints us. He set His seal of ownership on us and He put His Spirit in our hearts as a deposit, guaranteeing what is to come. And so I just want to talk about four reminders of what God is doing in our life, how God's working in our life with the anointing. The first one is this, number one, God establishes us in Christ. In this passage of Scripture in 2 Corinthians the Corinthian church is a bit frustrated with Paul because he said he was going to visit, but he didn't visit as he was, was planning to because he felt led to, to, to come at a later date. And so the Corinthian church are frustrated with him and they're trying to say to him, well, you said, yes, you were coming, but now you're not coming. And, and Paul is gently reminding them that, hey, listen, it's Jesus that establishes you in Christ. It's not me. I am used by God to, as an apostle to be able to help equip you and empower you, but actually God is the author of your faith. He's gently reminding them that you can cut out the middleman, that you can go directly to God, that He is establishing you. It's Him that's setting you up in Christ, that's making you strong in God. You don't have to wait to the next Sunday service when Paul's going to visit as a guest speaker because God has equipped and anointed you. Every day you can grow in your faith. Every day you can grow in Christ because it's Jesus who is establishing you and setting you up on the right footing in life. And I think it's great because it's a good reminder to us that there are no super Christians. There are none of God's just favored. We are all loved by God. The, the, the playing field is level for all of us. We all have access to God. You know, we often hear in our style church, oh, the anointing is strong with this one. And it's like, yeah, that's true. But the anointing is strong with you as well. The anointing is strong with every one of us. It doesn't matter whether you're never on this platform. God has anointed you to be a builder or a teacher or to be a mom or a dad or a friend or, or somebody that would lead other people to Christ. God has given you gifts and abilities that God has anointed you, which is significant. As you go out into the world, that is your platform to preach the gospel from, your life. And you're anointed for it. God has established you. It says, now it is God who makes both us and you Stand firm in Christ. 
Cooper's just signed up to be a redback for soccer. The Blacksland Redbacks. And he's excited about being part of the team. He's done summer soccer and this is going to be his first season of winter soccer. And he signs up and he gets the kit, he gets the jersey, he gets the shorts, he gets the the socks, he gets the training days, he gets the days to travel to to soccer. He's a redback. He's part of the team. And can I remind you that we've all signed up to a team? It's called Team Jesus. And then when we've signed up to know Jesus personally, that we are part of that team. And God has given you that mark, that identification, you are mine. And I will develop you. I will train you. I will equip you. I will raise you up to take you from someone that just put a signature to the Redbacks to somebody that is a fully playing Redback, to somebody that's just said, yes, I want to follow Jesus, to somebody that's living out as a mature disciple of Jesus Christ, their faith. And God has established you. and God is establishing you. And can I remind you, hey, there's no super saints Let's all connect with God this year and let Him establish our faith. The second thing this morning is this, God appoints us by His authority. It says, now it is God who makes both us and you stand firm in Christ. He anointed us. So it's not me that's anointing you this morning or a particular person that's anointing you this morning. It's a reminder that it's God that has anointed you. In a few moments' time, we're going to anoint one another and we're going to anoint each other in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. In other words, what we're saying is the authority is not from me. The authority is from Jesus. The authority is from heaven that He has anointed you. And when someone of that authority anoints you, that is powerful. Do you realize that everything you do in your life is because you have authority. You can get on a plane with a passport because you have the authority of that passport to identify who you are. You can drive on the road because you've been given authority to have a driver's license. You can go to the shops and and go and get food because you've been given authority to buy it because you have a bank card that has money on it. Or if you're old school, you've got cash. And that's your authority to be able to buy it. Everything you do is because of the authority that you give. And so it opens doors for you. And can I remind you that the greatest authority that could ever be given, Jesus Christ, our Heavenly Father, has placed His authorization, identification mark on your life and said, I have given you authority. Just like when he called us to go out and make disciples, he says, I've been given all authority and I give it to you to go out and to make disciples. God's authorized you. He's given you the authority and he has the power to be able to back it up. See, the anointing is is supernatural. It's empowerment. It's protection. It's enabling. It's God working in us. You know, this world is so enamored with supernatural. So how many TV shows are now coming out on subscription TV that is all about the supernatural, the afterlife, all of those things? The world is wondering, is it true? And yet we have the power of God resting in our lives, ready to flow through our lives each and every single day. And we can live unaware. We can live contained by our situations instead of saying, hey, listen, I want the Holy Spirit to overflow. He's given me authority to work in and through my life. The third thing this morning is this, 
God seals us with his identification mark. It says he anointed us and set his seal of ownership on us. You've been given the blue tick from heaven. God has identified you. God has said, you are mine. You are my beloved. Ephesians 1.13 says, In Him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the good news of your salvation, and as a result believed in Him, were stamped with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit, the one promised by Christ as owned and protected by God. What a great encouragement that is, that you're owned and protected by God. As you walk out of this place, we walk out knowing that we are owned by God, that we have His authority, that we are protected and guided by God. It's a powerful thought. And finally, this morning, God has given us the Holy Spirit and full access to His resources. It says He set His seal of ownership on us and He put His Spirit in our hearts as a deposit guaranteeing what is to come. You know, I was thinking about this the other day. I was thinking, you know what? I could put one of those real estate deposits, you know, the 0.25 deposits, not like the 10% deposits, on like a $20 million property. I could cash out. I could go to the, I could, I could see this property and go to the real estate proudly and be like, yeah, I'm buying this $20 million house. And here's my 0.25 deposit my cooling off period but then I'm going to encounter some problems because I don't even have the 10% let alone the approval from a bank to give me that much money to be able to go ahead and buy the house but when God says I put a deposit down he's not talking about some stingy deposit 0.25 he's talking about the Holy Spirit in our hearts to say hey I'm good for the payment I'm good. Here's a down, down payment, but I'm good for the payment of your complete salvation. I'm good for the payment of your home in heaven. I'm good for the payment of taking care and protecting those who are identified and marked as my own. I'm good for the payment of when you pray that I can come along and do something that is supernatural, that is beyond what you could ask, think, or imagine. Hey, I'm good for the payment of the things that look like they're impossibilities. When you ask me to intervene, I can make it possible. And yet sometimes we don't ask But can I remind you, the down payment has already been made. God's put it on the inside of you, the Holy Spirit. He wants to work and to move in your life. I love in Ephesians 1 verse 3, it says, Praise be to God, our Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. Everything's yes and amen in Christ. You don't miss out on it. The super saint doesn't get it over there and you missed out. We all are enabled and equipped by God. We're all given access by God. And so I want to invite the team to come up and join me now. And what we're going to do this morning is we're going to invite family members to come and to grab some oil in a few moments' time, we're going to bring some oil to the front of the, of the um, altar here. And we're going to uh, give you some tissues as well to take back because we know it gets a bit messy with the oil as well. 
And we're going to invite you to come out and, and as different family members, um, someone from your family or someone on your row can come and, and grab some oil and take it back to your row and anoint your family members or anoint the people on your row. And we're going to, basically what we're doing this morning is we're giving the power back to the people in the sense of saying all of us are equipped to be able to pray for one another all of us are anointed by God to be able to anoint other people in the name of Jesus because it's not by our authority, it's by Jesus Christ that we anoint people. And so we're going to just pray a simple prayer, something like, I anoint you now in the name of the Father, Son and Holy Spirit and just, and just put a cross or just put a mark on that person's forehead as you anoint them this morning. And then maybe you want to pray an extra prayer on top of that, feel free. But what we're doing this morning is we're symbolizing what the Holy Spirit has done in our life. And we're saying, hey, I'm marked by God. I'm identified as one of God's own. He's put His identification mark upon my life. And I'm believing for supernatural empowerment, protection, enabling, equipping, His blessing, His guidance, His favor upon my life as I walk out of this place and walk into 2023. I'm believing that people are going to like me and they don't even know why they like me. <laughs> but it's the favor of God. I'm believing that conversations are going to open up because there's something different on my life. I'm believing I'm going to have an opportunity to pray and to touch the impossible with the possible name of Jesus Christ. I'm believing for opportunities to open where it seems like the doors are shut. I'm believing this morning for family members to be reconciled I'm believing for the healing power and the balm of the Holy Spirit to flow through my life, that I'd be a minister of reconciliation. I'm going to pray this morning and I'm going to believe that I would feel a sense of confidence where I feel doubt and fear about the future. That we're going to see God's vision and God's purpose outlined, that I'm not going to be stressed and worried and fatigued this year, but I'm going to rest and walk in the anointing of God. Rest in the Holy Spirit that the oil would bring ease. It's the job of oil to bring ease to hard situations. It's the job of the Holy Spirit to give us a sense of ease, that I'm not striving this year, but I'm actually going to walk confidently in the anointing of God, and I'm going to lead well. I'm going to guide and direct all that God has called me to lead this year because of His anointing power in my life. Can you believe for that this morning? Can you believe that God would do that in your life this morning as we pray? and as we anoint one another with oil in Jesus' name. And so let me pray a general prayer, and then I'm going to invite you to stand and then send someone out from your family or from your row. If you see someone that's here by themselves, just include them in the prayer. Bring them into your family. Bring them into your row and just anoint them this morning. Let nobody be left alone. But we all are welcome to be able to do it. If you don't want to be anointed with oil, then just say, oh, no, I don't want to be. That's okay. That's completely okay. But we're going to pray for you this morning and just believe for God's anointing to flow in Jesus' name. So Lord, I thank you this morning for every single person under the sound of my voice, both in this room or online. I thank you, God, you have anointed us. You have identified us as your own. And I pray that this morning that we would sense again your presence, that we would know again your nearness to us, God, that this year that you would equip us and empower us, Lord God, that you would... Give us your strength, Lord God, in situations where we feel weak. Let the Holy Spirit work deeply in us and through us. And so, Lord, right now, 
I anoint every single person under the sound of my voice in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Why don't you stand? We're going to worship for a few moments. And as you come, why don't you come send someone down from from your... um, your row or your family to grab some oil, grab some tissues, make your way down and head back to your seats and why don't you anoint one another in these next few moments.